a lot of attention lately and some differing reports on whether or not it has been taken down. Well, Trisha Barker joins us now, a former Park Board Commissioner. Thank you so much for being with us. Happy to be here. You posted a picture of an encampment that is still in place in Vanier Park. Can you talk a little bit about what you saw and what you put out there and kind of what we're hoping to get some attention to? Well, I do this walk uh, at least a couple times a week and walk um, along the waterfront there and quite often, you know, head into that little forested area in Vanier Park just to see what's been happening. And uh, as I got into the forested area, you could smell the smoke. It was very, very strong. So I went in farther and noted a man was walking into the smaller tent with a propane tank. So... um, he got inside, I took a picture and then walked out again because, uh, you know, I don't like the danger of the area. But, um, yeah, you know, so many people thought that that intent encampment had been removed. And I just wanted to show that it had not been removed and that people are still living there. And it looks to be pretty much back to what it was back in um probably November when I first noticed it come up. A few people have commented on it saying that there is a wood stove, that there is an active fire happening in that encampment on a daily basis. Is, is that one of the concerns as well? And I know some propane tanks were taken out of there, that it is a fire hazard. Well, yes, and it is in the middle of this forest. And it's a small little forested area. And it's been pretty much abandoned since they've stop using the pump track there and they took away the eagle's nest. They actually um, even took away the walking path that used to go through there. So that area is abandoned except for that tent encampment. So it is a worry that if there was a fire that it would spread pretty quickly and people wouldn't notice it um, as fast to get someone over there to put it out. And of course, then the safety of the people living there. Uh, Were you surprised at all that one of the responses to you putting this on social media was a response from the city saying, where in Vanier Park is this? Yeah, that was pretty uh, crazy since they were just there a few weeks ago um, saying that they were dismantling it. And uh, so, yeah, if they they don't know it's there, uh, they've had lots of calls coming to that area. I know the police have been there. The fire trucks have been there. I know the uh, park board has been there. This is not a secret. It has been there for months. And to kind of infer that they don't know anything about it, you know, you only have to walk you know, two minutes off the, the, the road that goes down to the Vanier Park. And then the Coast Guard station is right there, too. It, it's right next to everything. So if they don't know about it, uh, that's worrisome. When you were on Park Board, because I know you can also look at this from the point of view of a, a Park Board Commissioner, you know, being a, a former Park Board Commissioner, did you know about it? Was it, was it in uh, this encampment? Was it set up do, that you know of while you were on the board? I believe this was the same people that actually, before the construction started at Snock, there was that forested area where the construction now is. There were a couple of abandoned boats in there, and people often were found living in those boats. And I know um, there was one morning at 6 a.m., because I know some of the people who have lived there, um, there was a massive explosion, and the police and fire showed up very, very quickly, but it aired a lot of people in the neighborhood. So I think those are the people that were living in that area. When the construction started, they moved over to the forested area. 
So um, there wasn't, uh, when I was a park board commissioner, there wasn't that um, encampment in the forest at that time. And what do you say to some of the criticism that this particular encampment has been getting in that as soon as it was kind of brought to the attention of the public, of the park board, there was action taken or there was swift action taken, although I guess we could question that now, seeing as it's clearly still there, but that this was getting a lot more attention than encampments that we've seen on the east side of Vancouver. I thought that I actually laughed at that because I had been um, talking to the people at the park board about this back in November and nobody did anything about it. So to say once, (laughs) you know, when months later they came in to clean it out and get the propane tanks out of there, it was months after they were first told about it. So it wasn't quick. Hmm. And, And also it's still there. So that argument about something on the west side gets removed. Now, we've known about that for months, and it is still sitting there. So I think that you'll find most of the encampments that are in parks around town, they're looked at pretty much the same. Do you think that it will change it, the fact that the Synac development, and you mentioned this, it is right next door to that, and there is a lot going on with the building of that development. Do you think that could be part of of what's used to kind of push this encampment or to move this encampment out of that area? I actually don't see that they're going to move it out of that area. Um, That whole, and it's not a big forested area, has been completely abandoned, and I'm actually being quite surprised about it because that pump track for the kids was only built back in 2019. And there was a lot of push to get that built there. But now the whole place is being abandoned. So um, it's, you know, that's on the other side of the fence from the construction. So I don't see that anyone's going to do anything because no one's been going into that forest since the construction started and the pump track has been abandoned. So I actually think that uh, the people living there probably know that they're going to be uh, free to live there for a long time. And what does that say? And again, I know that, that you come at this from, from a former Park Board Commissioner and, and, and what you're seeing in that neighbourhood. What does that kind of say, though, uh, for, for how do we deal with these encampments? And uh, I know there's the argument that people are saying they have nowhere to go, but it doesn't seem like having open fires and, and these types of encampments in the forest is an answer either. No, it's, it's um, homelessness you know, and dangerous homelessness is never an answer. And we've always talked about the fact that we were not going to um, be allowing this to happen in parks. You know, being a park board commissioner, I only dealt with it when it was happening in parks. But the um, Crab Park encampment is there and is as big as it's always been. We have still not uh, come up with a solution on what to do when people um, make a tent encampment. And uh, we often offer these people spaces to live, and they have told us that they would rather stay in their tents. So until there's a big pushback on it to make sure that these places are cleaned out, a fire starting in there, that would devastate that whole forested area. And I don't think that, you know, we want to keep as much greenery as we can, and that you know, being removed would be horrible along with the safety concern for people. And I just also want to remind people that, um, yes, it was long time ago, but I was homeless when I was a kid. So it's not like I'm immune to understanding why some people pick homelessness. And it was much safer for me to be living in a car 
than for me to be living with the people I was with in a home. And, um, you know, this is a, a big issue that has to be covered on a whole bunch of different levels. But what I don't appreciate is what people saying, we've cleaned out this encamp- encampment when it's still there. And people thinking that just because it was on the west side, it got cleaned out. It did not get cleaned out. It is still sitting there. And as I said this morning, the smoke smell was really, really strong. Yeah, no, and it's it's an excellent point. You're right. It's certainly, it's it's not gone. It is still there and it is still a potential hazard in that forest. And, and Tricia, I'm glad you brought that up as well, because I, I think you're right. People do tend to forget that you also have that perspective. So so if you go back to your time when you were homeless, what what is the best thing that, that could be done for people that are living in these tent, these encampments right now? I think that we have to find out um, for the people that are, homeless and need a a safe place to stay we have to find out for one reason why they got there and um, solve that problem because sometimes I know with women it's because they're running from an abusive relationship or they have other issues that we don't even cover when we're talking about some of those homeless issues we have to solve those problems and it's not just moving people out And I I think that we also have to understand that there are a lot of people that are in these homeless encampments that that's where they run their businesses, are the chop shops. That's where they do their work. And that's why it's much more efficient for them to be in their tents doing that there. So everyone is an individual. They're there for different reasons. We have to really understand that there are different reasons and and deal with each person you know, with their own story. But homeless camps are just not the answer. And the stuff that goes on in there is not the answer for anyone. We need to help these individuals, the people that are being hurt in these camps. And we have to do it. And I know that there's pushback saying we should just, like, leave them. But that's not the answer. And especially um, coming from a, a person that was there and my life was not good when I was homeless. It was horrible. And I didn't get better until the police came and got me out of there. So we've got to be compassionate to the people who could use the help and get out of there and stop just listening to the people yelling. We've got to start really helping people.